Hi, and welcome to another episode of We're Done Here. I have some amazing news. It is the season finale, and I'm here with Onika McLean. Yay! <laughs> Hi, Mika. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm wonderful. You know, maintaining. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I like your lipstick. Thank you. I like your lipstick. <laughs> I feel like we look like twins today. I know. There's a lot going on. Next time, we're pink. Yeah, the both sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we was out here being black, you know. Yes, yes. Black <laughs> girls wearing red lipstick. That's what we talking about. Yes. All right. So tell our listeners a little bit about you. So Onika's a comedian in New York City, as a lot of our guests, but Onika's special, so she could talk for herself. Okay. So hi, my name is Onika McLean. I am a New York City comedian, mom, legal professional, mm-hmm. and uh that's it. I'm just, you know, on what? these comedy streets trying to do you what like I need to every, do. So Onika, Onika's <laughs> being modest. She's like on every show, every night. Uh, she posts a lot on social media, very funny videos. Check her out. Like, just Yeah, check me out. She just be everywhere and anywhere. You have a podcast. I do, I do have a podcast. It's called Gen Ecstasy. I have it with my daughter and um, Mike, um, Matt McCoy. Yes. And we just talk about, you know, topics and then give a perspective generationally. Yes, that, that's you know. true. You also have a show at Littlefield? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> okay, I got a lot of stuff going on. Okay, so I have this show called <laughs> Spread Love. I, yes. So I do it at Littlefield, but we're going to like move it around a lot. I wanna, okay. I want to uh, show my guests different parts of this new Brooklyn that we have. So it's yeah. like an old Brooklyn. New Brooklyn. F- it's an old Brooklyn feel with uh, new New Brooklyn aesthetics. Yes. Okay. Right. Got it. Got it. Yeah. That's. A, it does feel like that. Yeah. Because <laughs> the show you book a lot of New York City comics, but like a little field, like that doesn't mm. exist. Right. Uh, you know. That doesn't exist in 1988. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh- <laughs> it doesn't. So so and it is New York City comics. So yeah. what? Because I I love the way we communicate yeah, as New Yorkers. Me too. Yeah. I love to watch it like unfold. And mm-hmm. so I just want to um, bring a place where you can see that all at one time. I love that. I love mm-hmm. it. Fun, super fun shows to check out. And did, did you do, do you do cooking or did I make that up? Oh no. Yeah. So cooking with Condé Nash, I've done okay. a, a, a lot of them, like a, a level one chef and then, oh. and then pro chef novice. I've done that. Um, yeah. I'm, you know how comedy is comedy. Like you never know who's gonna email you and be like, no, I saw you at a thing. <laughs> yeah, I saw you at a thing. You do you walk dogs? You're like, no, <laughs> yeah. I don't walk no goddamn dogs. Back up. Yeah, they want us that. to do. They be wanting us to do all types of crazy shit I don't for free know. too. For free. Yeah. I'm like, why do <laughs> we, you want? We just think comedians are so good at blah blah. But we don't want to pay you. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's yeah. yeah that's that's the par for the course. Um. So, uh, Onika, tell our listeners a little bit about you. So you're a comedian, but you're you. You said you're a legal professional, but you're also a mom. Yeah, I am also... a mom because I didn't swallow in the 90s. Uh, <laughs> I have two children. <laughs> I have two children. Uh, um, two cute single daughters mom. as well. Yeah, they're beautiful. Yeah. They're beautiful young women now. Yeah. So oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy grown. about that. That they, yeah. well, mm, I just feel like y'all generation is conveniently grown. You know what I'm saying? You know what? Somebody was talking about that today. <laughs> how like, you know what they were saying though? I don't know if this is true. I, I saw it on TikTok. You know how they be telling you stuff. But they were saying there's not a market for the tweens anymore. There's no more like Lizzie McGuire's, no more That's So Raven. No. no like the kids nowadays, they, they don't have like, I don't know all these like Disney shows we used to I don't know if it's true. I but... guess they probably don't have it because it's like they it's like they're getting so much information really, really early on. Yeah. So that come to 
uh, life moments, like in middle school, where you really need that after need school some, special. You need some after school special. They you need don't some have it. Matters or, I don't know. You need some take me. the good, you take the bad, yeah. you take them both in there. You have. You need that. Like you need that. <laughs> Those but they shows. Don't get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is this with the, but why what? would they get it? They have all this content, all this information. Con- I guess the content is grown. Like yeah. so, they're going straight to like the. Um, the Jenners and the Kardashians of the world, and not you don't have that little. That's why I heard I, on TikTok. I don't know if it's true, but they telling what they are doing is to just telling the kids to like be business people, get you a makeup makeup yeah, I was line. Like, why like, you see this? eight year olds like this is my company. What is happening? <laughs> what is happening? Talk about their marketing strategy. I'm yeah. like, yo, these little kids is doing too much. Yeah, it's true, but the the, the world has changed so much. We've the, seen such a change. The world has changed drastically. Unfortunately, I yeah, it's hard to yeah, it's hard to be younger. I guess nowadays. I don't no, I had fun back in the day, though. It's Let me just say something, right? I've been doing a lot of interviews lately, a lot mm-hmm. of podcasts and stuff. But I feel like I want to interview you. Would you let me do that? Oh, yeah. You can interview me, Onika. Yeah. Because <laughs> I feel like I don't know that much about really? you. Really? It's also our season finale. So and this, this, is is good. A, this is a plot twist. Right. So do yeah. y'all know her? Y'all know Mika Mom? I, I have... I episodes where I talk about myself. You, If you guys go to season one, you'll hear a lot about me. But this season, I have not talked about myself. I've highlighted the comedians. Honestly. Right. Okay, yeah. so let's highlight you, Miss Comedian. How okay. long have you been doing comedy? Um, So I started comedy in the pandemic. Mm. Uh, so I basically don't exist before the pandemic. You didn't, meet, you didn't see me. No. So that's the funny thing. After the pandemic, like, oh, she came out of nowhere. Yes, I did. <laughs> um, <so laughs> and what does that mean? Right. I, I did. So, yeah, so literally, I took uh, what, was, what was his name? Rick Rome. Shout out to Rick me- me too. You took Rick Chrome too? But Wait, not Rick Chrome. I took... Uh, Veronica. Veronica. Oh, Victoria? Oh, I... Veronica Mosley. Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. The, so that's the Rick Chrome counterpart. If you're watching this and you want to get into comedy, if you come to New York City, those are the people uh, that teach the classes at the cellar. So I took his class December 2019. Uh-huh. Um, and yeah, after that, I was just like, oh, I'm going to do comedy now. So I started doing open mics at like uh, QED, um, Astoria. But why comedy? Why? Why? How, what made you think... Think I should take this class and so oh, on. so it was an accident actually. Um, <laughs> so I actually so I oh wait, let me take a step step further back because I might talk about like it can kind of get into like um, so how I'm feeling currently if we're talking about me. Um, so I work in philanthropy in the day, like I work mm-hmm. in nonprofit. I've been raising money for a very very long time. I write a lot. Mm-hmm. I sell feelings if that makes any sense. So so are you a grant writer or I, you... I, do, I do write grants, but I, like I, I I mean my my associate my team writes the grants for me. I supervise them. But that's a part of my role. Okay. Um, but basically, I, I write a lot of stuff. Like, basically, I write people, I write appeals for money. And oh, like, so you write, you write stuff to make people feel um, sad. Cry. Yes, exactly. Like, yeah. this is Johnny. Johnny mm. has no feet. I don't do poverty <laughs> porn, but... Uh, but <laughs> you just call it poverty porn? Yeah, yeah, we, we call it poverty. No, because there is such thing as poverty. That is a thing really? in our sector. Yeah, there's poverty porn, yeah. So I don't do that, <laughs> per se. I like to... So we call it... I call it asset framing. Like, if I'm talking about a certain community or something mm-hmm. that doesn't have, I'll frame it in a certain way. But basically, I just wanted to expand my writing. Uh, I was bored after grad school and didn't know... I was. I, I always do a thousand things, so I was like, oh, what else am I going to do? I was like, oh, let me take this humor writing class, mm-hmm. and if anything, it'll help me like write with work, or maybe I'll start a blog talking about some dumb shit. And, right. And then the only class left was that 
class I could find was that comedy class, uh, mm. stand-up comedy. I didn't want to do the, the you have to do a perform at the end. You have to do like a bringer. Yeah, you have to do a showcase. Yeah, I didn't want to do that. But they were like, you got to do it. And I was like, okay. And then I did it. And it was actually, I did a good job. So mm-hmm. uh, Rich was like, oh, she's hooked. She's hooked. She's hooked. Like, mm-hmm. And I was. So. And you, it, it is. It's addictive. You be like, God damn, where yeah, is what? the stage? <laughs> where is the stage? Yeah, so that's how it all and so, so, so then you got bit by the bug. Did you, did you invite a bunch of family members and stuff? So, well, not family. So I invited my friends. Mm. Uh, I don't think, yeah, my mom did not come. Um, yeah, but my, fam- my, <laughs> my, my friends came. They enjoyed the process. And then after that, I was like, oh, I'm going to do it. And this was so like pre-pandemic. I think only Danger Dangerfields was open. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, I'll do a bringer at Dangerfields. At the time, if you did a bringer at Dangerfields, then they'll give you, they would give you a slot. So you do a bringer, then you get a slot on a real show. Oh, okay. So that's how I started and was doing open mics. Right. And then the pandemic hit. And then the pandemic hit. And then you came out victorious. And then you I came are... out victorious. <laughs> yes, because you are on the scene heavy. Well, yes. I, I be, yeah, I do be outside. Yes, thank you. <laughs> and that and that's great. You're like, you know what I'm saying? Three years in, I, nobody, I was just doing bringers. I was doing bringers <laughs> for so long. I just, I, I hate all the bring, bringer comics. Like, I still don't speak to them. Like, when I see them places and they're like, hey, I'm like, oh, hey, my hey my ass. give my $3,000 that I got you <laughs> on a good Sunday afternoon. Oh, no, a lot of people, no, it's so funny. <laughs> I, you know, because I think the pandemic, like, it allowed, it allowed, because all those gatekeepers, they were gone. Right. And basically, we was like, oh, we're just going to do it ourselves. So it was, it was very D, was it DIY? DIY. Whatever it's called. But you know what I'm talking about. DYI. DYI. It was very DYI. Mm -hmm. So it was like, okay, I'm going to start my own mic. Okay, I'm going to start my own show. Okay, Mm -hmm. I'm going to get in all these reps. And then, like, I'm just going to go everywhere. And, yeah, that's how it happened. But that's so dope. Thank you. That speaks to your... your, your entrepreneurialship, right? To yeah, just yeah. take on another because what you what you've done is taking on a whole nother career. Yes, that's and and it, <laughs> it feels like it. Yeah, <laughs> but you have. Like it. I feel, I, yeah, I feel. I, it's funny because I didn't start feeling like I took on another career until recently. But damn, I took on a whole other career. Yeah, you work like when people when you think about it, you work two careers not even jobs because this podcast is just one arm of, of the comedy, of comedy. No, I know it's crazy yeah I'm so I'm exhausted uh, are so you? I think I'm very very I'm trying to find so I, yeah I'm trying to find balance I cannot are you find breathing because you haven't breathed yet <laughs> so you you want to just one second just like <sighs> yeah yeah no I'm exhausted no yeah I'm super tired yeah you don't even let the breath resonate in your chest oh wait you was like yeah uh-huh next um, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> we gotta go no, right okay. <laughs> so okay. how are you trying to combat this if you're exhausted you can't you can't move around on empty forever eventually your body no, just know. gives out I, I'm trying and to... then you be resentful and yes. so so keep it as a love thing yes that's true that's true that is true I I'm still trying to figure it out like I haven't really figured it out so you're right in the sense that, like, basically three years in, I've been getting so many opportunities. It's almost crazy how fast things are moving. Um, but then I started because um, listeners of the podcast know I'm a child of therapy um, that I I can tell signs when I'm not taking care of myself. Uh-huh. And essentially, it's like everything, every audition, every big thing it's like just focus on that but then you neglect like everything you basically yeah. neglect everything and i have to stop doing that uh, so this is the year i think i find the balance but i'm not sure exactly how i go about that so have you read this book called the artist way no what's that oh i have it one minute let me pull it out for you, me- <laughs> <laughs> if you have it, i would like some information I- on it 
the artist way. I don't know what that is. Onika's going in her bag. <laughs> oh my god, you carried it. The spirit is I'm bag. freaking reading it. Right. Oh, I love that. I love that. What is it about? Tell us. Tell us and the so, listeners what's so it, it's the about. So the artist way is uh, the spiritual path to a higher creativity. Mm -hmm. And so what it's about is taking your art mm -hmm. and making it kind of more religious. Oh. Not in the spiritual. Okay, I take spiritual, that back. Spiritual. Not really religious, so spiritual. So instead of saying, oh, I got it right, I got it right, I didn't write my jokes, I got it right. The artist way has a suggestion at three, um, every morning you write freehand, three pages, mm. and you just call it the morning writings. And what it is, it's kind of like journaling. Sometimes got you get it. jokes out of it, but what you're doing is emptying yourself in the morning. Oh, wow. So it's also it's like a self care practice, but also it helps you not feel guilty about not writing jokes. Yes, okay. yes. God. And then they have another suggestion: um, solo dates. Okay. You hear that on TikTok or whatever. Oh wait, so, what are you saying? They be saying so much stuff. On TikTok. <laughs> they say you gotta take yourself out. But like, like so. But what it is is uh, artists date so you just go out by yourself and go to some place that's going to spark creativity in you like oh. if you're going to the MoMA or whatever it is oh, yeah. that you love that's outside of the art comedy okay outside, outside of like, the art it's not going to a comedy show it's like right. doing something else by yourself because it's feeding you yes, right that's so true. that's the thing you are exhausted because you have this water and you just keep pouring <laughs> right yeah. pouring out you're just pouring yeah. out but you're not filling your cup up Yes. So if you're not filling your cup up, eventually even the pouring is you don't really feel it. You're just yeah. doing the thing. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. why have a a whole other career and now you're just doing the thing? No, I know. No, no, it's crazy. No, that's great. I love this book, the artist. How did you find this artist way? So, book? so, um, so you know, I do some acting. Oh yeah. That's right. And I was taking an acting course. Um, uh, the New Federal Theater. Okay. And one of the uh, acting coaches, she suge she suggested this book, and then okay. she suggested like you know breathing and you know movement and God. listening to music that Yo, inspires I've been doing some you. Yoga when I can. That's another thing I haven't been. But able why to... you do it like that? Because like I was I was getting really heavy into it. And then like the last I mean I think the last time I went to yoga was like a month ago. But you don't have to go. You can just do it in your house. No, I know, but. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'm really gonna do that. Oh yeah, I'm gonna do yoga in my house. That's not gonna happen. I need to go to the studio. No, but I'm just saying, like, like giving your, giving yourself an opportunity to heal. Yeah, it doesn't have to be another thing that you need to go do. Okay, no, I got you. Yeah, Does that it doesn't make have sense? to be like another activity. Like, oh, I have to go. Right. To yoga. I didn't go to yoga. Right. To Another yoga. thing to feel bad about. Yeah. You no, could just true. stretch. You could just put true. on some yeah, that's true. music. Yeah. Uh, 528 hertz frequency. Do you know this? No, what's that? Okay, so it's a frequency for healing DNA. It's a DNA what? healing, right? Because you know, music? Yeah, it's music. So everything uh -huh. has a frequency. Yeah. Right. I'm really like Joe Dispenza kind of person. Right? Okay. But that's because I'm a monster, right? So I'm always trying to get to happy and to be fulfilled and to feel peace because I have this inner rage. Oh. <laughs> so I'm always being nice. I know when you said monster, you mean like how you attack comedy, how you be everywhere. No. But, okay, you meant the other way. Okay, got I mean, it. Just, 
like 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 Nicki Minaj. I'm a motherfucker, monster. <laughs> like that. Like, okay, go, it's go, real, go. like if you notice that people are that are always on like self help journeys, they will fucking flip out. Like, <laughs> no, that's true. I mean, this whole first of all, my whole podcast of self help journeys, like, I'd be flipping out, of course. Right. Yeah, that's true. Because you're trying to like calm the beast, but I really no, found I really um like this book. I read it before, and then I read it on Audible, and then now I'm. Uh, now I'm reading it like if it's a workbook, so I'm just oh okay. Little by little. I like that. So that's okay. why I'm carrying it. Okay, yeah. Thank you so much for for sharing that. So it's interesting for me because like because the whole I do have a full time ass job. Um. <laughs> and you and you supervise people, and, and, and oh that God, just there's... grows. Let me ask you one thing about yeah. your full time job. Yeah. So being that you're got to be an asset to the company, right? Because if you weren't, you ass, you'll be out. Mm-hmm. You are black. <laughs> Sometimes I be cursing people out too. <laughs> right? Most be like, that's just her. <laughs> <laughs> that's because you bring value. No, because if it definitely. wasn't, they would like get your black ass out of here. But <laughs> most definitely. But right? Do you feel like your job is expanding as your comedy is expanding, or what do you feel is happening? So I'm trying to. It's not that I'm trying to put the kibosh on my job expanding, but I'm trying. So it's interesting. So yes, I do have more responsibilities this year uh i'm responsible for raising more money i raise money that's what i do and i'm responsible the company has grown so my job has grown and then my team is getting a lot it's just a lot more but i like supposedly i'm supposed to like my job because it allows me a lot of time to do comedy but i think the only reason i think it allows me a lot of time to do comedy is because i spent my whole career being burnt out like i'm a burnout person like i I overwork, Me so too. I'm an overworker. So I think with this job, it's been a comfortable thing. Whereas my boss is in California; they're mad laid back. They don't like when I'm on a hundred percent. They like, can't take it. They don't like all that. <laughs> so the fact that I do do comedy and I have things to focus on after five, I'm not on everyone's ass. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But come Monday morning, and I got time. Everybody has to be like, okay, who sent that email? Who did this? Who did that? Mm-hmm. So I feel like I'm a type of person that I'm already all over everything. So, yes, I'm taking on more responsibilities at work, but this is also the first time in my career where I'm not actively trying to grab all I can. Okay. Because that's what I usually do at work. Like, I... I try to grab, I would have been one to my boss like, I need this, I need that, I need that. I don't want any of that. Mm-hmm. I just want to raise my little money, right? manage my little team, mind my little business so I can focus on comedy, which is right. what's really important. Okay, so you're, you're spreading. So, so so where's your joy? Tell me where in your time that there's joy. Well, it used to be with comedy, for sure. I definitely still find joy in comedy. But like for instance... So on the stage is where your so joy I, is. I find a lot of joy on stage, um, little comedy highlights. I find a lot of joy in that. Uh, I love traveling, so I find joy in that. Uh, a lot of it's been encompassed with comedy now, so it becomes a part of it. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I took a vacation this summer where I was like, I didn't do any comedy, right? Mm-hmm. I just like... Where'd you went, go? I went to Turkey. Nice. Uh, so I just like hung out for two weeks and I felt reju- I felt rejuvenated. Uh, and then um, during, over Christmas break for two weeks, I didn't do anything. I just caught up with friends and I felt rejuvenated. But like quickly, like two weeks after, I felt burnt out again. Well, because you're doing comedy in the middle of the night and you worked at... 7 oh, in the day, yeah, yeah. Right, you know, you know, you got to remember, you really still working two jobs. Yeah, so, that's true. So, yeah. like, a vacation is one thing, but maybe you need to implement one day that is for you, like a care day. No, that's true. And I know a comedy because that's another thing. No, we're not supposed to turn down stage time. 
Like that's what I heard. But now well, I'm we, talking, we, comedians? well, we had a different time, right? <laughs> we, you uh, saying we because you were three years in? Well, comedians, yeah. Like I'm not supposed to turn on stage time, but now I'm starting to think some of these shows, uh, uh-uh, uh, it's not worth my but, time. But the other piece is, I feel like you start to being that you're growing in in this comedy game so fast, right? I feel like who you say no to is important as well. Yeah, that's true. So I just started... So that's another thing I'm... Because I'm not a no person. Like, I don't say no very often. Like, I'm very like, let's try everything once and I'll give everybody a try. But, like, do I really need to go to a show at 10 o'clock at a bar deep, deep, deep away from my house Mm -hmm. in Brooklyn somewhere and then, yeah, be tired to perform for five people? No. No, Because if you think about it, I feel like I... I feel like if if you think about it, if you do... If you say yes to everything mm-hmm. right yeah then you're gonna be you're gonna run out of yeses yeah that's true so what are you supposed to say well that's the thing so I can't then figure the thing, out what so to you're say. not gonna have the time to do the 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 thing you want to do the yes that you yeah and give no it to you're, right, you're right you're right you're right someone told me to do this to write down where i want my comedy to go what I want Does from it. Does it mean in terms of venues you want to be at or just like in general? Like, what do you want from it? Why are you doing comedy? Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. So, okay. That's the question. Why are you doing comedy? I mean, for the, right currently, because it brings me a lot of joy and I like doing it. I like the artistic expression. Like, it just definitely makes me happy. I'm addicted to it. And Where do you want it to go? Well, I'm very competitive. I like to win. So I don't know what that means, right? So that's another thing. I just want to win. I don't know what winning means. But win where? Because you can win at Abbott (laughs) Elementary. You can win on the road. You can win. I don't want to win on the road. No, You can win doing uh, directing stuff. You can win being a talk show host. There are so many places for comics to win. win. No, that's true. I haven't figured out where I want to win yet. I just I was like, just throw spaghetti at the wall and see what fits. Yeah, but if you if you don't figure out where you want to win, that's gonna make you do everything. No, you're right, and that's what I'm doing. <laughs> everything. <laughs> no, you're yeah. right. I do have to figure out what I like and what I know. What I I kind of figured out. So I'm trying to figure out. I know I don't want to be one of those comics that are like always on the road every weekend. Yeah, it, I'm not a road. Co- they call road comics. road comics. I do not want to be yeah, like a, a road, road comic. comic. But so you I, can make a lot of money. But you can on make a road. lot of money on the road. I just don't think be even the fact that I'm the way I'm exhausted now. I don't think being away from my friends and family all the time just all the time traveling is what i want to do it's at this different point in my life. it's different so you're you're comparing the new york grind yeah. 10 shows a night yeah to going to albany for a weekend and doing one show oh, on cute. friday yeah, and cute. sleeping for the rest of the day oh, and then cute. two on saturday oh, and then two on sunday and then you go home and you made like triple the amount of money that you would all this little 20 dollars shows in the city oh yeah that's true so it's so the comparison is different okay yeah that's true because then new york grind Ooh, yeah the new york grind the New York grind is, but the New York grind is so addicting too. Addictive no, it too. is. That whole the whole scene is like addicting. It's like yeah. a whole. It's like that's the thing. Being outside every day and being like out, like just doing whatever. It's like even when you don't have shows, you're trying to get on shows. You try to be at a show, and then it's like, oh god, yeah. The New York, it's the, it's the. I'm a New Yorker, so I understand the grind, and like I apply it to my professional career, and I apply it to comedy as well. But that I burn myself out all the time. It's something yeah. I've done before, so I like I need to not. Do that because I've quit whole jobs because I burned myself out, but I can't necessarily quit comedy. It's not a job like that. And you can't quit on yourself. There yeah, has to true. be a time when you stop doing that to yourself because it's abuse. 
No, it is abuse. That's why I started this. So that's why I started to realize. I was like, the fact that I'm just ignoring, because I had like a big audition coming up. Mm -hmm. So everything's focused on that. So it's like work. Um, it's like, I'll, I'll tell my mom, like, you know, can't really talk right now, mommy. I got to run to all these shows kind of thing. I can't, even work hang it out. Out. can't hang out with her. My dad had knee surgery. I'll be like, I'll see you this weekend. This is the weekend that's convenient because I got shows. I got to practice for this thing. You know, then the audition comes. You kill it or whatever. You're like, oh, I gave it my all. And, and now then you're exhausted. But you gave it your all? But yeah, and you, I gave it my all. Yeah, you give it your all. And then like, I'm happy that I give it my all, but it takes a lot to give everything your all. Mm -hmm. And it's like, where do you cut back? But then I'm starting to think, I can't say yes to everything. Right. I can't say yes to every show. I gotta cut back on the shows, which is hard for. It's weird because, like, I feel like comedians, like, all we want are shows. Right. Because you go from a space where you can only do um, open mics. Yeah. And you gotta do your own show. So that's what I did too. When I first started comedy, they wasn't putting me up. I was like, I'm gonna do my own damn show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I started doing, I would, it was called Cosmic Comedy. And I would just put oh, all cool. these people up, but they were way better than me. So all my friends was like, you need to get better. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> And then eventually, you know, you you get better. No, but, that's true. Yeah, but you, it, but I I feel like if you don't define it for yourself, mm. then then that's where the rub happens. If you don't define where you want it to go, because that's that's going to tell you what to say yes and what to say no to. No, that's so, true. So if somebody called you to do, you know, Newark, New Jersey, you're like, why? I can be in the city. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you got to figure out what you want to do. Yeah, that's true. And you have a job, so it's not like you're doing it just for the money. No, no. So then it kind of it kind of like slows you up. And it took me a long time to try to figure that out. I'm still trying to figure it out because oftentimes I say yes to people because I like them as people. Yeah. But the show is trash. all the way out. <laughs> no, not even if it's all, trash. It's just all the way out. The convenience yeah. of being in a city. I'm not in all the clubs that I want to be in. Yeah, that's true. That time could have been spent doing something hanging else. out at Gotham shout out to Gotham I would like to be in your club right oh yeah shout out to Gotham <laughs> right. About that? right like that like so like think about it your your time could be spent yeah. your time could be spent on a nap no no you're right my time could be spent napping yeah yeah no that's true I gotta figure out where I actually want to be so it's funny because last when we came out of the pandemic, right, I was like queen of the independent, like, little Brooklyn show. So that mm. was my thing. Mm. So I was like, anyway, I need to get out of Brooklyn. I need to be more in the city. Mm. But then, early, like, second half of last year, I was like, damn, I'm in Midtown way too much. All these, like, tourists. Mm. I was like, I, don't, I, I, need, I need to write my edgy good jokes. Mm. Um, so I was like, I need to go back to Brooklyn. So now I am back in Brooklyn and I'm in the city. But you're right. It was very targeted of where I wanted to be. So now I need to think about where else I want to go next and what else I actually want to do as opposed to just trying to do everything and seeing what happens. Because yeah, because why? Because first of know. all, but, but first <laughs> of know. all, if you think about it, if you know so many different comedians at this point and you see mm -hmm. different careers yeah. and you get to see examples of what that brings yeah. there's nobody who's your favorite comedian and then whose career would you love to have okay so my favorite comedian is chris rock hands down um mm -hmm. so fuck will smith and all those people um that's, anyway. that's true my favorite comedian is chris rock i, lo I love chris rock so Tawanda. he's my favorite comedian in terms of career i want to have you know what i never really even thought about so here's another thing about me um that i think i should share and it's different in comedy, but 
every time I've done something or every, even in my normal career, I've never really had like an example to look up to. Like I feel like there are black women in comedy that I look up to, you being one of them. It's like I really like what they're doing, stuff like that. But in terms of like what we've created, like as like we don't have that we don't have that Chris. We don't I feel like I don't have a Chris Rock. There is a Wanda Sykes or whatever, but I don't really look at and there's a Monique or whatever. It's like, but do I want their careers? But do you? Uh, I mean, of course, I would love. But how so? Right. But that's the thing. That's the thing. I don't really see, even in my professional career, I I never saw a me. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like I don't, I don't, I don't really even see a me because I'm not a Wanda Sykes. I'm not a Monique, so I can't see it. Right. So I don't know what. Which 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 means that your voice is necessary for the culture. Well, yeah, that's a, that's another. But I've always I've always felt like as a black woman, I've always had to break down walls, and I will create my own thing. Like that's why I am so entrepreneurial because like I have to create. No one's gonna create for me. I need to do it. Mm-hmm. But that's also how you burn yourself out. <laughs> so I have this thing in my head that I have to create my own opportunities. I have to do this. I have to do that. I I will create what that mean. What does Mika Mo mean? Like I'll be the example of what mm. it what that who I am or whatever. But if while you're being that example, right? Somebody's gonna emulate. Somebody's gonna follow. You're going to be someone's mentor. Someone's gonna take how you done how you did this, and they're gonna use it as their blueprint. And if you x out self care. Yeah, then it just, <laughs> then it, you just got another it just, it just crazy ass woman coming behind you. Let's go, Yankees! You know, what no, saying? that's the thing. And I don't want to exile self care because also mm. you hear a lot about some comedians who are not necessarily nice who do these like you know who and I, you I can tell that they're miserable and you can in tell their that life. they're very unhappy people and I don't want to be that unhappy person. I always want to come to every situation whole and like just responsible. But I think about like I think about like some people like Issa Rae is not a comedian, but I love what she's done with television and what her tele- She's a comedic actress. She's a comedic actress. I love what her TV says, right? Mm-hmm. And then you have people like uh Quentin Bronson, um I'm not saying that name right anyway, mm-hmm. but she created her little cute little show like Abigail Lunch. I would never create a show like that cuz I'm highly I'm more political more like Amanda Seals type mm-hmm. but um, in a sense like I, I feel like Amanda has to go through so much adversity just for saying just to be her just to be her it's like come on even that's a struggle as well but the thing about Amanda that's so dope she does not care she don't give a fuck and that's what I love about her in a sense but it's like the way people try to like just abuse her it, it takes a lot like for for that as well. So, so do I, you think more more uh, notoriety, more problems and stuff? So the, the, so the more you hone what your skill set is, you know where you're going. You know it's going to be some drama. So you trying to delay the drama you, you, by you going know. to the show in Brooklyn <laughs> <laughs> in the middle of the night. I'm a, I'm a, <laughs> no. You know what's so funny because like I know who I am as a person, right? And I know I like at the end of the day, like I don't I've always said whatever the fuck I wanted to say. Mm-hmm. And I know I'm not PC or I'm like I'm PC, but like I'm controversial, right? Mm-hmm. Like you don't necessarily I mean it doesn't seem like that on this podcast, but if I say what I really want to say, like I really hone into what I am. But that comes. It comes, but like but no, it's, it's gonna come as you rediscover your voice in comedy. No, exactly. But is it like, but then you start thinking, like, even I did a show yesterday, they were like, oh, why didn't you do this one joke? And I'm like, I'm doing more, like, political material. That's why I'm not doing that one joke, because I know you all like that joke, but that joke is a stupid joke, and, like, I don't make stupid jokes, 
per se. Mm. Or like I do make stupid jokes, of course I'll pull them out. But it's like I, I feel like Michael Chase has something recent. I would love a career like Chase, actually, but I wish he was a black woman. But anyway, um, he said something <laughs> recently. He's like, Should give him time. Right. Might change. <laughs> you never know. Uh, he was like, sometimes I do shows for you guys and sometimes I do shows for myself. And I'm getting into this point where it's like, I, like, I just want to write jokes for myself because I know I know what people want to hear. What, like, you know, what what people them, expect to hear from a black woman. What people expect to hear from a black woman. Also, but what makes them happy. Like, I know when I go into certain rooms, I know what's going to make this crowd happy, right? But then it's like... But that's pandering. I know, but then it's like, you just want to kind of want to do your jokes that make yeah. you happy. You, you, like, you want to get through the job, though. You don't want to just bomb your ass off, Exactly. Right? So it becomes like... I, so basically, what type of comedian I want to be? I want to be a mixture of a bunch of different comedians. But I, yeah... I guess I'm afraid of the backlash from it because, like, people are so weird about comedy, what they don't like, what they do like, all this other bullshit. And then it's like, do you want to reveal who you really are? Kind of like a Beyonce. If you notice Beyonce, Beyonce doesn't come out as black until she's very, very... Until she flipped out. Until she's very, very successful. So, mm. like, you... It's also, like, there's a whole other, like, I don't know. I'm maybe thinking too hard about it, but it's you, like... So do you feel like you want to make them like you before you tell them what you think? Yeah. <laughs> That's the strategy. So let me see. I <laughs> think that I think that that's the strategy. That's the strategy. They gotta like you because before it's you true. Them because if think. I really told you what I thought, <laughs> like I'm a monster sometimes, and the stuff that I find funny is really dark. Right. I just said that I had an abortion on uh, on stage recently. I never said would never say anything like that, but it it was it just fit into the joke, and then I just was like it. Like, you know, but the thing about it, you have to remember, we bring our whole selves to comedy. Yeah, you have to bring right? your whole self. And so I was religious for a long time. Mm -hmm. and, I, and, and I felt really bad about abortions once my frontal lobe grew in and I knew that I was like killing kids. I didn't oh. know. I, was like, <laughs> I thought I was just having unprotected sex for three months. I'm <laughs> done with you, honey. <laughs> I thought I was just having an abortion at, you know, at the end of the, the term and then, you know, do it again. Rinse and repeat. <laughs> and, How and many abortions <laughs> we talking? Wait. Listen, but so a lot. So, but I, I'm telling you, I was like really young. I was like, I like 14, 15, like I was a kid. But mm. when I when when I started feeling guilty about it, you know, shame is the thing. Yeah, so shame I, was, I was shamed, and then I just wouldn't even talk about it. And mm. and to be able to even say that on stage is just about growth. No, that's true. It and is so growth. you just yeah, growing. Growth. Yeah, that's true. So, but you can implement your little, you know, TikTok tick jokes, and then you can. Tell them what you think a little bit, and you then said, the that's the thing. It's a little, it's a little like give yeah, and take, right? Yeah, it's and people little... that get it get it, and the people that don't don't. But the people that do get it, they will follow you forever. No, that's true. You're right. You're right. You're right. And yeah. you don't even realize it. I was somebody asked me to do an audition for something, right? Mm -hmm. And they said to me, um, "You can do your old lady character." I have not done those characters since like the pandemic. Oh, that's like, Can you do the old lady character? I love her so much. I love Shelly too, but I would. I don't even think about characters anymore. <laughs> but so they're crazy. such a fan. But they like the characters. Yeah, they like that stuff. Because it resonated for them in some yeah, kind of way. Yeah, that's true. Something resonates for everyone in some kind of way. And no, it, that's true. And it, the reason why you want to do more of that is because that's what's coming out. And and the audience is going to show up for it. So don't, don't diss the old audience and be like, hey, I'm coming on a new ride. Because when, <laughs> when you do it like that, yeah, right, sure, then, yeah. you, then you get like the tamarine 
with Chris Rock. Yeah, like, I did not I love hated it. That. I oh, hated that it too. And, and when I tell you I love Chris Rock, I love Chris Rock. All right, like he has always been like, oh my gosh. So and then I started loving Wanda Sykes because I realized she was writing stuff for him. No, Wanda's super funny. Uh, yeah, I I love Wanda Sykes or uh, whatever. Yeah, I love I love Wanda Sykes. She's she's super funny and she has an amazing career. Uh, yes, I didn't mean I didn't want her career. I'm like, is that even attainable? I always think about like what's attainable. Like, but it doesn't matter. Like that's a, that's just a, a dream. No, that's true. Yeah. So. It, like, it's just giving you a little blueprint as to how you would want to do it. You, like, reading a book about it. You know what I'm saying? How, no, that's how, true. How was her life? Like, what did she do? No, what that's true. The, no, that's like, true. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? She was married. She uh, um, was on the road for a long time. Yeah, she was Chris Rock found her. And yeah. then he, he had her, like, opening up for him. And then she started writing for him. And then he put on a few things. And then she went and did her thing. No, that's right. And Chris Rock, shout out to Chris Rock. Shout out to Chris Rock helping black also ladies. helping black women, unlike Dave Chappelle. <laughs> unlike. Put on. Yeah, no nobody, shade. Nobody. I mean, actual tons of shade because I, what's it like, has he ever put on black woman? A book on black woman? Has, has he ever put on a black woman? I don't woman? know. I feel I like know. no. But anyway, I've shout out to Chris Rock. <laughs> shout out to Chris Rock. Shout out to Michael Che. Michael Che really, really supports women, black women. He really, really does. Shout yeah, out to him. Shout out yeah. to Michael Che. Okay. You got to do a pledge to your listeners. You okay. got to say the things that you're going to do. You got to say them out loud. Okay, and so you yeah. Gotta start, and you got to try to say how often. Wait, 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 wait. wait. So let's go back. So I'm gonna first going to read this book because that seems interesting. I like the whole writing. free. Cause I journal all the time and I write jokes, but I never put them together. Three pages. It's just you emptying out your stuff. No, that's it's true. It's kind of like allowing... Uh, God to just talk through you because yeah, at first like when you start the three pages it's you just you know you, morning writings and then you put the date and then you just start writing and most times you can be like I don't know what the fuck to write I don't know what to write I don't have no idea I don't know and then eventually it might get a little dark mm -hmm. and then and then you just keep going and when you get to page two you're gonna be like and this is stupid I don't want to do it but just push yourself through that moment keep it's, on doing it. it's just like exercise where you're like yeah. I can't do it no more you Got twenty more reps. In yeah, you. and then you do it, and then you go, and then and that's the thing that you commit to you. Okay, to do that, and then also I'm gonna start saying, and no. then don't feel bad what? if you don't do it. Oh, because then that's another. I thing. like feeling bad. <laughs> <laughs> Well, not doing stuff. So that's another thing. I always try. I was like, I do everything I say I'm going to do. So it's like if I don't do something I say I'm going to do, it's like a big. That's why I don't like saying no to things or like not showing up to things I say I'm going to do. Even though it's like I know I shouldn't. Like yesterday, I had. Well, I saw you at the stand. So I had that show at the stand. And then I had a show before that. And I knew it was going to start late. And I was like, I even messaged before. I was like, are you starting your show on time? Yes. Show started 40 minutes late. I don't fucking have to do this to rush to take a take a cab so I'm early to your show. You start 40 minutes late and then I'm rushing and stressing myself out so I'm not late to the other show. When I told you I had to be at another show. Like I should have just said no. So when you're booking, yes, who books for you? You book for yourself? I just book myself, yeah. Right. So why don't you just book two things a night instead of Four things a night. That's what I'm starting to realize. Because you know how we're like, we got to hear all these shows. Gotta get but the thing about it is, what's happening to your set? Is it getting stronger because you did four? I don't know. Probably not. No. <laughs> Probably <You're> not. <laughs> right? Probably not. No, I'm Probably cutting not. back. I'm cutting back. And it's <laughs> hard for me to say no. Because I'm like, oh, but at the end of the day, I am exhausted too. Okay, yeah, that's true. And I feel like I have the tools. I've always had the tools, yeah, and true. I don't want it to be a situation where I make comedy a thing that I gotta do. 
I wanted yeah. to that I get the pleasure of doing. The pleasure yeah. of doing, yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna start saying no more. And some shows I'm really excited for, right? So it's like it's funny because you take those. But little... you're waiting because you're waiting for the show to come that you're really excited for. Yeah, yeah. So you yeah. take all this other crap. Yeah. But Amina Amani, you know Amina? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amina Amani. So, Shout out to Amina Amani. Shout out to Amina Amani. So uh, Amina told me that um, she was talking to one of the comedy bookers, and they were like, "Well, why would I book you at my club?" if they can see you up the block at a bar. True. Very true. That's true. Yeah, that's true. So if you see the people that are really having the success as it relates to our television mm-hmm. and the bigger shows, you do not see them on the smaller shows. Oh, they don't be, no, they're, they're None of them. ghosts. Ghosts. Go- right, <laughs> because you only can see them when you pay the money. To pay the money. To see. Yeah, that's true. That is true. So you have to, you basically, I mean, the thing about it is I'm such a new comic. Everyone's like, take every opportunity. But at the end of the, end no, of the you day. you do, you do. As a right, but it got to be an opportunity. Exactly. So I Everything just, is not an opportunity. Everything's not an opportunity. Everything ain't cute. Everything. <laughs> so at this point in time, at this point in time of my career, some of these shows, like, I don't need to do them really. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, so I have to take a step. Like, last year I stopped running, like, because I used to run, I used to do all these shows and run two mics a week. And I'm like, why the hell am I running two mics a week? I can't do that and a show. So I stopped. I was like, I don't have, I don't have time to do this, so I don't. So um, you blessed your show, your mics to somebody else. Uh, yeah, I gave my mics. I gave my mic. Shout out to Queen Square Mike at uh, Tiny Cover. Still the only POC LGBTQ mic in the city. Mm-hmm. Uh, Six o'clock, Priya Blunt runs it. So I gave my mic to her, gave See? the other mic to somebody else. So now it comes down to like what type of shows do I want to do? Also balancing my work, balancing things like my podcast, balancing things like self-care, balancing things like hanging out with my family and friends. Because it's all, everything's important. So what what gives you inspiration? Like what gives you inspiration? Like Like if you hang out with this person or you do that thing, you can write a bunch of jokes about it because you feel so excited about it. So usually when I'm not doing comedy... I would say, uh, and I'm just hanging out with my friends, I usually get the most inspiration. Or if I'm like just hanging out by myself in my apartment, smoking weed, hanging out with the cats and watching TV, I start. So you need to give inspired. yourself you need to give yourself a day in your calendar every week to just do that thing. Either or maybe one week just hang like you don't have a night off. You know, it's like some comics have a night off. They're like, no, I don't work on Sundays. I don't work Sunday, no, I've Monday. No, I've heard comics say that, like, oh, I don't work this day. So it's funny, like, I haven't had a night off, but tomorrow I have, oddly, I don't know why. I think I thought I was going away, but I ended up with no shows. So tomorrow, I'm, like, super excited for tomorrow. Like, I'm like, oh, my God, right. I don't have any shows. Don't let somebody call you late. No, and Don't like, let somebody you DM you. <laughs> that be happening all the, the time. The, that guy from the barbershop, Ronnie, yeah. every time I'm like, I don't have a show, he's like, hey, you want to come through? And I'm like, yes! <laughs> That's the thing, and we always say yes. That's what. So that was another and thing. This not, week I was supposed to have show. I was. This week was like a cool week for me, but then for some odd reason, people call you like three o'clock on the Monday. Like you want to perform tonight? Sure. Like you know what I mean. And then you don't have any time off. But when you're saying yes to them, you may be saying no to you. No, that's true. So yeah. So your yes got to be your yes, and your no got to be your no. And what that means for me, because that's a, that's biblical. But what that means for me is if I'm telling you yes. I gotta be telling me yes too. That's true. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Great like we both, it, it gotta be a yes for both. It can't be a yes. Go ahead. Yeah, I got it. I got you, girl. And then I'm like, mm, no, not that's, so much. No, that's true. That's that's great. That's that's great advice. So uh, what I'm gonna do, just because I can, I I know myself. And thank you so much. 
I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna, so I'm gonna take that next step and try to think about where I actually wanna be. Like, do it more. Stop trying to do everything and figure out, like, whose career do I want? Right. Right? Like, whose career and try to do things that get me to that point so I can focus all the energy more in a smart way as opposed to, like, spreading myself too thin. Yeah. So that's a so that's another thing I should do, and still gonna. So you, another thing was um, I get caught up sometime because people recruit. I get recruited for my day job a lot. Um, like I don't know. There's always one. I guess I'm a, a black unicorn, whatever. But I'll be tempted to like, uh, um, interview and that another co- job. And then okay, <laughs> shut up. Okay, okay. Listen, and I, I was doing this. Oh my god, I'm so glad you asked me to do this. Okay, because this is helping me. Yeah. As well. Okay. So if you're looking for another job, mm-hmm. right, and you said that your job gives you the flex- flexibility yeah. to do the things that you need mm-hmm. to do, mm-hmm. looking for another job means you're going to need to prove yourself mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. Why? I don't know. I can't. It's almost like I can't help myself. I don't know what's wrong with me. <laughs> yeah, but if you try, if you need another space to prove yourself... Do you like comedy or are you just proving yourself? No, 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 no. I I like comedy, yeah. Right. Yeah. So if that's what you if that's how you truly feel, then do the things that can allow you to have the experience that you want no, to experience. No, that's true. It's almost like I'm randomly so I mean, you know, it's people, called self-sabotage. It's self-sabotage. And you know, also people offer I got you, another book for offer that. Offer you a little bit more coin. You know, everybody wants some more money, but like at the end of the day the trade-off. But for what? What do you need it for? I, I I don't know, just for like the I be mean, more investments or no, you know, to spend money, you know, to act foolish, not investment. I got I I, I do a little whatever. I I'm gonna save the same no matter what. So okay, you like, <laughs> I'm gonna save my two hundred fifty dollars no matter what. I'm making two million or two thousand. I would save that, but the, yeah, mostly just to be outside, but not for nothing important. You're right. Yeah, but, but, but you know what I'm saying. You could totally <laughs> get another one, but I'm just saying. No, it's um, it's it's a you have thing. to prove yourself. But I but basically it's like this cycle of self sabotage. So also not gonna do that because I spent. Like for some odd reason, I was interviewing. I was like, I don't want this job. Yeah. Why am I? I went on an interview and I was like, this is so dumb. Why am I doing this? And so... I was lying because all that what? shit I said I was gonna do, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not doing none of that. You let me go in a pandemic and I was home chilling, getting <laughs> high. Are you kidding me? Are you? You think you ever gonna get that old Onika back? I dress like a '90s drug dealer most times. <laughs> and, if, and if I have to like go to a meeting stuff, the whole, I wear black. That's right. Black is the black is the way to go. I just wear black because it's the death of my freedom. That's how I feel. No. <laughs> I feel like, like I'm mourning. They be like, why are you always in black? Mm-mm. Oh, that's so funny. That's hilarious. Okay, so yeah, I'm not going to do that dumb so shit So I have another book for you. Wait, what book so is that? So two books. Okay, two books. What's the other two book? Two books. The Mountain Is You. The Mountain Is You? What's that about? It's about the ending of self, self-sabotage. self The ending. So I do, you know, it's weird. You kind of do self-sabotage a lot in a sense. Well, but in like, it's weird. I don't do, so for me, my self-sabotage is weird because it's never like the thing, it's not external facing, right? Mm. I will never sabotage myself to like externally. Like my work will always be cute. It will be like, I'll sabotage myself how I'm feeling. Like because I'll give not, myself extra work for no reason. You're not giving yourself, because you're not giving yourself grace. Yeah, no grace. And you're not, prioritizing you in the things that you need to do. Yeah. So so you are subhuman in how you're acting. Yes, that right? is very true, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you just throwing yourself on the sword just so you can get it done so somebody else can be like, yeah, she she did it. Yeah, which makes no fucking sense. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> which does not give you any real happiness, <laughs> no, right, or joy. No. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know why I'm doing that. Because so you're a black lady. We do that all the we time. We do that all so, the time. I don't know why we be doing well, that. Well, regular ladies do it too. Every every woman women does this. Women do that. Women I do that. I think women who are trying to be successful, we do that a lot. Men don't do it. But the other piece is like, have you, have you uh, been on TikTok and, and followed this soft life? What's that? Oh, girl. What's soft talk? life? Okay, I'm trying to get a soft life. <laughs> Okay, so all the whores on TikTok. No, okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> the ones that will date all these old men just okay. so they can give people to pay for them. Oh, yeah, I like, I okay. like the people. I, shout out to them. Because <laughs> back in the day when I was growing up, my friend, she would she would hang out with the old dudes. And they used to give us all types of stuff. Like, but why are you hanging out with us, though? We like 16 old men. Yeah. But that's on them. You know what I'm saying? Yes. <laughs> that part, right? So yeah. soft life. So then they have like a little offshoot for the soft life. Well, soft life is women do too much. There, mm. there has to be a space where you could just chill. Chilling, reading, looking at a magazine, chilling with the damn cats is very, is just as important as putting up those wins at work on a board. It's just yeah, as true. important. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's right? true. Yeah, that's so true. the soft experience, but we don't get comfortable in it. Because I'm telling you, even taking a bath, right? Yeah. I'll get in a bath. I'll be like, all right, let's what go. What time is it? <laughs> There's no luxuriating. There's no luxuriating. And yeah. why? It's like black women in particular, we tell people all the time, uh, don't call us strong. Stop thinking that we can yeah, do everything. I'm we like, have to I save the damn here. world. I'm not saving nobody. Right, right. But then we go do it. Yeah, we we will do it. I don't know why we why we like that. We be sacrificing too much. Mm. Right, we we go do it because the world has put that on us. Yes, it really and, has. And then now we put it on ourselves. We put it, the, we literally put it on because ourselves. there's a lot of women that don't do that. And when we see them not working, I'm the biggest person at work. Like how lazy ass. <laughs> <laughs> right, yes, yes, right. But that. why? But why? Because they I don't, don't want. So you got to give yourself a little bit more grace as it relates to your self care because you're. You so you're gonna die. Yes. <laughs> Just let that sink in. We're gonna die, all of us. No, you in particular. <laughs> okay, me in particular, yes. And right. you. <laughs> but you can just own it. Just own that you're gonna die. No, I'm gonna die, yeah. Right, you're gonna die. And you want to have experienced some really good things in life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can have a bunch of accolades because I want the accolades too. But I want to experience some things where I feel proud. I feel like I cared for me. I yeah. feel like I really supported me. Yeah. And and I and I made uh, amends with who I am as opposed to and I could do that too. And I, who told who said that? You can't do like everything. You're like you gotta like give yourself I some. Fly the moon too. Yeah. No. Yeah. I gotta, no. You're, but I gotta... would you enjoy the ride if you can fly to the moon? It's not if you working the whole time and not thinking about it. The whole just, time. Uh, say it. So this is another thing I taught myself. Well, not taught myself, but, you know, as a comic, you get all these, like, you you basically strive to the next level, right? You always try to get to the next level. And sometimes you strive to something, then you're not even excited when you get it. But I started being like, you know what? I'm just going to enjoy this. Mm. Stop thinking about the next thing, next thing. So I've gotten a little better at, like, I'm just going to enjoy this time period. But I do need to slow down, have some time for me, because I can't say yes. I'm not available. Cause when they, they when they book us, they ask us if we're available, and I'm I'm looking at my calendar, being like, oh yeah, I'm available. It's like, no, I'm not. Because I you didn't rest. because you didn't schedule rest in your. I didn't calendar. schedule rest in my calendar. So start scheduling Mondays. Yeah, that's my rest. yeah rest day. Yeah. So if that's your rest day, I don't normally work on Mondays. Yeah. Period. I don't yeah. work on Mondays, and then see if you can take off at your regular job where you work from home or whatever. Yeah. For half a day on Mondays, and just give that give yourself four days. 
like yeah. that in with consistency and see how you feel. No, so yeah, I think I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna just uh, yeah, because I'm just I'm gonna schedule the rest. I'm gonna schedule the self care, just like I schedule all the shows. And don't make it like a punishment thing. Like I didn't go to yoga. I'm gonna kill myself. It's not that serious. Yeah, you gotta stop because that's what I do every time I say I'm gonna start something and then. I started and then I don't continue. I'm like, well, why start it if you're not continuing? That doesn't make sense. But that's not being kind to myself. It's not being kind so, at all. So I just try to be a little more kind. Because yeah. cause you get, because people are going to treat you how you treat yourself. That's another thing, too. So if I'm walking around like a workaholic, they're going to treat me like a workaholic. And, and, what are you getting? and what are you getting? I don't even know. A good reputation, but who cares? Right. <laughs> right. Matter. Right. Nobody's it's, giving me no nobody's giving no one's giving me no any TV credits for a good reputation. <laughs> nothing I feel it. like it's yeah, like what is it? No, you're what right. You There's get? nothing really going on. No, you're right. And then it's like if and it's not making you, you a better comic, like who gives a fuck? And when you die, so Yeah, that's true. No, you're right. You're right. Well, Oh my God, Onika! I think you really helped me, and which is odd because that never happens. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking help you all the time. What are you talking about? No, you always <laughs> help me, but I mean, like, in terms of the guests that come on this show. <laughs> oh, so, oh shit! She just joking. Cut that out. Okay, listen. She's still trying to make her way in this in this thing. Yeah, but you gotta give yourself some more, like, the soft life. No, most definitely. So that's what it was. So the soft life, the offshoot of the soft life, right? Instead of having some man, like, take care of yourself, which that would be amazing, too. Shout out, Chad. Mm-hmm. Shout out to right? old man. Shout out to old man, <laughs> leathery balls. I like you. Shout out to diabetes, <laughs> hypertension, all that, right? But instead of having somebody care for you, why don't you be that person and give yourself a little oh, softer Oh, that's time. what the soft love is. Okay, got yeah, it, give as your, opposed to the old man. Right, okay. give, give yourself. Why the old man? No, I mean, you know, because they, they be taking care of people. Well, because they have discretionary income because they about to die. They know. They, they about know to die. what I'm trying to tell you, that it's really about the experience and it don't matter about the money no, and it don't true. matter about all the things. So now I have all this money. Now, where's my experiences before I croak? No, that's true. That is very, very true. Okay. No. Yeah, that's the lesson. Okay. So thank you, Onika. Uh, <laughs> I, think, I think we're done here. Okay. But so how we end the episode every week is uh, we talk we talk about what we're done with. So I'm done with not prioritizing myself. That's not going to happen anymore. I'm going to prioritize myself. I'm going to schedule it so it's actually in the calendar. If someone asks me I'm free, I'm not free. I'm going to say no. But uh, we always talk about something we're not done with. Um, so I usually kick it off because no one knows what I'm talking about. Um, so the thing I'm not done with this week is The Mandalorian. It's back. Yes. Uh, I could not. Pedro Pascal, love him. He is The Mandalorian. Uh, he's also in that show, Last of Us. I'm sorry. I'm done with zombies after like 11 years of The Walking Dead. I don't give a fuck about zombies. But I'm back on The Mandalorian. Baby Yoda's back. They got new adventures. It's on Disney+. Plus. If you know me or any of my jokes, you know I love Disney+. Plus. And there's something about Pedro. He looks hotter in that suit. With the helmet on. I have no idea what you're talking about. All right, you have no I feel other... like you spoke Spanish, but I'm just... Oh, my God. You don't know the Mandalorian? <laughs> Baby Yoda? Why? What I notice? Okay, whatever. I'm a geek. But anyway, mm. I have had dreams about uh, the Mandalorian in this suit, and I'm happy he's sexual back. Sexual dreams? Yeah, sexual dreams. Well, not sexual, but, like, I've been close to the suit. Anyway. But if you don't know what it is, it does not make any sense. But that's what I'm not done with. Uh, Onika, what are you not done with? Not done with. Yeah. <laughs> um, damn. 
I wish I could say I was done with overbooking, but I keep doing this shit every every. Oh, you so you overbook yourself too? Oh, so you giving me advice that you should have took? Yeah, oh, I love that. How do you think <laughs> that I would have the advice? <laughs> you got to go through the bullcrap. Yeah, to come out the yeah, other side. Oh, so I guess I'm not done with overbooking. But what I what I've realized about that is you got to hire people to do stuff. Oh, so have you hired people? So you're not going to hire people. I, I have hired people, but you know, I've fired them too. It's a lot. Oh, okay. And they take my TikTok passwords and I have to start it over again. But whatever. No. Whatever. Whatever. Wait, who took your TikTok password? <laughs> <laughs> now we got to talk after that. They put my TikTok password to their phone number and then they won't give me the damn link in TikTok. Whatever. It doesn't matter. And you're still going to hire people, so you're not done with that. No, I'm going to build a team. You can't do this by yourself. You have to get a team. You just got to find the right team. Yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah, I'm also uh, yeah, I'm looking for people too. Yeah, I gotta hire people too. You just gotta you gotta spread the wealth. That that's just what it is. And and whatever they are, because some people are excellent at certain things, and they have a God given talent. Like you have the talent for comedy, so your talent can make way for a lot of people's careers if you just spread the love. You can't do everything, and if you wait, then some company is just gonna give you team members in order to make it to do everything for you yeah that's true okay awesome well i love that uh so yeah i love that you're not done with hiring people because that's what's up Mm -hmm. um oh my god this has been the season two of we're done here onika you're our very last guest of the season um you you guys i hope you enjoyed all the episodes all the comics who talked about so many topics this year from anger to weight loss surgery to divorce. Last week we had JC Mendoza and Sam Santos on talking about healthy relationships. We even talked about me and my need for self care. We talked about so many topics. Uh, if you have comic uh, topic suggestions, send them my way. Um, always looking to hear what people want to hear. And I've had a really good time doing this. So Thank you so much for an amazing season. And thank you so much, Anika. Thank you. Where can our guests find you? Uh, so you can find me on all social media platform, Onika, O-N-I-K-A, comedy, right? And um, my website is Onika, O-N-I-K-A, McLean, M-C-L-E-A-N.com. Please sign up for my um, my email list and you can catch me around the city. And that's it. Awesome. Um, see you in season three. 